0: Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Understanding Repentance. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo.
1: Today I want to talk about repentance, because there's no salvation without repentance. You need to know what it is so you can watch for it that's right you need to know what repentance is so you can watch for it because it begins in a very very small very delicate way and if you are receptive and you see it for what it is and don't misinterpret it it is the little tiny seed that can become the giant oak tree. It can be the very beginning of your new life. In fact, it will be, and it has to be. And without repentance, there is no beginning. There has to be repentance, but you must know what it is so you're not misled, so that someone won't give you a false version of it and convince you that it's already happened when it hasn't, or that someone won't get you caught up with them and their words and their, all their stuff. And you end up repenting to a wrong God, the one behind them, who is misleading you. So let's talk about what repentance is. Repentance is... A change of mind or a change of heart. But how can you have a change of mind and a change of heart without God's light being there? Because all you know now is an egotistical, an egocentric way of life, a selfish way of life, a fallen way of life, an emotional life. That's all you know is reacting, emotions, anger, excitement, rage, lust, hurt feelings. That's all you know. And all you know now is doubt. Oh, you may have heard some words about God and about Christ, and they sound good. But there's a difference between hearing the words and knowing deep, deep down that something is true, and just knowing that it's true without even knowing how you know. So what you are now is a fallen creature, and everything that you do is just adding, actually adding more guilt, because you can't save yourself. You can't pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Christ said, of myself, I can do nothing. People miss that. Christ himself said, of myself, I can do nothing. It's the Father within me who doth the works, and so it must be with you. Of yourself, you can do nothing. All you can do is yearn and wish with all your heart and hope that God will enter your life. And when he enters your life, he brings you light. Now, this light is always there. It's there now. It's always been there. But you escaped from God's light. And where did you escape? You escaped into the imagination, into daydreaming and planning and scheming, and reliving the past. And that's where you escaped, thinking about things and planning things and studying things, you escaped into thoughts and imagination, and you escaped into emotions. Emotions, powerful emotions, rage, passion, anger, and you escaped into judgment. You judged others harshly, and you resented them, and that's where you escaped from God's light. That way you didn't have to see your own wrong. You didn't have to see your own failings, and prior to your being prepared and ready to see them and ready to receive God's light instead of resenting it, you didn't want to see them because that's all you had. Error, failings, emotions, reacting, taking in the outside. That's all you knew. And when you didn't have anything to do, anything to be upset about or excited about, nothing on the horizon sitting there Sunday afternoon on a rainy day staring out the window you felt bored then you began to feel anxiety and it was the truth dawning but you couldn't bear it so now I'm going to tell you what repentance is and how it begins so stay tuned And with the microphones, people ask, no, I don't have a church, I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this, all it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind, that's all it does. I don't need any labels, I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk, and if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. I promised I would tell you what repentance is. I will give you some examples in this program. I want to just begin by saying that it has to do with an attitude. You see, the attitude of the human being, the fallen human being, is really one of avoiding God and denying truth. Why? Because we're a fallen race. In the very beginning, Adam fell from God and changed. And he changed such that he ended up with a nature that by its very nature denies truth, because We simply can't bear the truth and continue in our prideful way. See, the only way you know now is the way of challenge, responding to challenge, and striving and struggling ambitiously and angrily, and trying to overcome, and other people knocking you down, and then you knocking them down, and so on and so forth. That's all you've ever known. But there's another way of life. It was the way of life Adam could have had, had he never defected. But now we're born with this fallen nature that is truth-denying, and lying, and evasive, and sneaky, and prideful. Pride being a compensation, a compensation for what we lost. We lost an intimate relationship with our Father. Well, the nice part is that that intimate relationship with the Father can be restored, and you can also be restored to your bright nature the latent bright nature that is promised by god to you but you must turn from the present life and the only way you can turn from the present life is if there is an alternative you there's no way you could possibly give up what you have now as painful as it may be you know you can you can hate yourself for drinking and boozing and smoking marijuana and partying and being angry and being impatient and so on. You can hate yourself for that, but it doesn't do any good. There's nothing you can do. You can try to make yourself look nice and be nice in the mirror of other people's eyes, but it doesn't do any good. You need the help of God. And luckily, his help is there, his light and his grace. And he shines his light upon you. And when you welcome that light, you begin to incline toward that light. Now you're willing to see your are wrong instead of fighting against conscience, instead of fighting against God. Now you're willing to see. And that's the beginning of repentance, a willingness to see. And then when you see your own wrong, what can you be but sorry? And it's a helpless sorrow because you will also see in God's light that you can't make yourself good. And so there you are with a little bit of regret and sorrow over what you see about yourself and at the same time realizing you can't change yourself. Then lo and behold, you also realize that God forgives you and then he helps you. What's the old expression? Let go and let God. That's the lesson you must learn in the Bible. It says, be still and know that I am God. And we say, let go and let God. You need the help of God. And luckily, his help is there, his light and his grace. And he shines his light upon you. And when you welcome that light, you begin to incline toward that light. Now you're willing to see your wrong instead of fighting against conscience, instead of fighting against God. Now you're willing to see. And that's the beginning of repentance, a willingness to see. You, When you finally see your own wrong, And you're sorry about what you see about yourself, and you realize that you can't change yourself or make yourself better. You're just sorry to see your own wrong, and you don't resent seeing it. See, in the past you resented seeing it. You used to resent conscience, and you may still resent conscience at this moment. You resent the light of God that would make you aware of your error and thereby make you better. See, I'm sure you've had a situation where where someone, maybe yourself, you did someone wrong. All right, you did did them wrong. You went away and you were angry. But then when the anger wore off and you realized that what you had done or what you had said was not right, and you felt sorry about it. And you went back to them and you said, Hey, Joe, I did you wrong. I'm sorry. And Joe said, "Ah, oh, that's all right. Don't worry about it. And then you walked away. And you know what? You walked away a better man or a better woman. That chastening, that softening, that honoring the truth, that loving the other person enough that you admitted your error. Instead of trying to save face, you walked away a better man or a better wife. You see, that's how character is built. Well, that's kind of like what it is. When you begin to, ad- ready to admit your wrongs, but not not, out in the world, but quietly before God. When you just see your wrong, and you realize that you were wrong and it's a quiet sorrow, and it often will bring with it uh, sobbing, little sobs. Little sobs as you see your own wrong. You know what? You are seeing your wrong in God's light, and God's light is making this happen to you, this sweet, sweet moment of softening, becoming a real human being God is making it happen. It's the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. You may have had little moments like that, but you dismissed them or you ran from them. Now, when the moment comes, just sit quietly and bear the little bit of pain of seeing your own wrong. It's very sweet. And he begins it. He begins it because... He just wants you to see your error and be sorry for it, and then become a friend of God again. It's that simple. See, God is your spiritual parent. He's actually your closest relative. And so he wants you to be his son or daughter. And this wonderful moment of reconciliation with your heavenly father is begun by him. There's no hand of man in it, no external basis for it. It's very sweet, very private, and it's from God and begun by God, and so it's good. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com.
0: Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com.
1: We're talking today about repentance, what it is and what it's not, but mostly what it is. And so I'll begin by telling you a little story. One that I've told many times before, and in some of my books, but I'll tell it again, because I think you can understand it. And it gives you a good idea what repentance is. There was a young man who was very angry. He was angry at everybody. Began with his parents, he was angry at his dad and at his mom angry at kids at school that were bullies, and angry at all kinds of things. And before you know it, he was just angry all the time. Well, one day he was driving in his car, and a lady in another car pulled in front of him, and I don't think she meant to cut him off, but she pulled in front of him. But he became very angry because that's just the way he was. He was angry all the time. So he pulled alongside the lady's car. He zoomed forward and pulled alongside her car. And he looked in through the window as he was driving alongside her car. He was on on the right side of her car. So he, he looked, and her Windows were rolled down, and the lady was driving, and there was a little girl sitting in the front passenger seat, and this young man was very angry. and He began to yell bad words at the lady, mean words, and bad, bad words at the lady in a very angry way, and all of a sudden, the little girl who was sitting in the passenger seat next to her mommy, the little girl, broke into tears when she saw the mean, angry face on the young man and heard his words, she began to cry. And the young man pulled over to the curb and parked, and he began to sob, because the face on the little girl and her sobs and her tears awoke him to see his own wrong. See, in the past, he was wrong a lot. But other people were wrong too. He was angry at his mom, but his mom was wrong in some ways. And so was his dad, and so were other people. And other people judged him, and other people were wrong too. And so he could judge their wrong, and thereby not look at himself. But all of a sudden, the sweet innocence of the little child, there was nothing wrong there. And so he was forced maybe for the first time in his life, to actually look at himself, and all he could do is sit there and weep. Well, you know what? After a spell, he wiped his eyes and went on with his life, but it was the beginning. It was the beginning of what would become a whole new life for him. In God's light, he saw his own wrong, and the awakening came because of the tears up the little girl. But once awakened, what was he awakened to? And now this is the beautiful part. He was awakened to God's light within. It was in God's light, the inner light from God, that he saw his wrong. And so he now, in God's light, was sorry, And that meant that he was being reconciled to what is right and what is good and what is true and what is sweet, and what is love. He was reconciled to God's light. And that was the beginning, one of the beginnings, not the only one. But it led to other such realizations and awakenings. And he became a better man for it. And such, ladies and gentlemen, is the nature of repentance. It begins very small, very quiet, very personal. And it's from God, and it's in God's light. And it's the most beautiful moment you can possibly experience. And it's the first truly good emotion that you will ever know. The experience of being sorry in God's light. And then you know what? You wipe the tears from your eyes and you go forth. And the sky is blue and the clouds are puffy and the birds are singing. And you realize something very wonderful and that is that god forgives you he doesn't hate you he just wants you to see your error and then be better such is the nature of repentance the most beautiful emotion you can ever experience may it happen to you see but here's the thing just hearing about religion hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, is not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think it uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better. This program is dedicated to repentance. And what it is, and what it's not, what it's not is where you try to save yourself. see many of us have become aware of our own wrongs, of course, and our own failings, but what do we do well we 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 cry crocodile tears, we rush to other people, oh, I'm so sorry, can you ever forgive me? And we want those the mirror of other people to to Forgive us, <laughs> and uh, and tell us that we're okay. But you see what you're doing. You're look, You're putting them in the role of God. Only God forgives. That's right. Other people can't forgive, and you can't forgive either. All you can all you can do is drop your resentments, drop your hatreds, drop your judgments. And if you did someone wrong, you can go to them and you can say, Hey, I did you wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize, and then walk away. Never ask anyone to forgive you. Never say, oh, can you please forgive me? Never say that. Because you're casting them into the role of God. Only God forgives. So, admit you're wrong. Say you're sorry. And walk away. See, whether they let go of their judgment against you or their resentment against you, that's none of your concern now. It's between them and God. Just clear the air. Clear the air. And then they no longer have any reason to judge you. And the other thing repentance is not is uh, when somebody's ranting and raving, they get you all emotional. It's not an emotional thing. It's a quiet thing from God. And yes, it does have a sadness, and it has a sobbing associated with it, but it's a response to the inner light, not not to other people, a response to God. Not to others. All another can do is awaken you to see the truth, and then it's between you and God. You're sad to see your own your own failing to appreciate at that time, or to be quiet instead of rushing around ambitiously and willfully and excitedly and angrily. Do you see that moment? Well, now that's a moment of awakening. And if you do not resent seeing the truth, and if you don't try to make something happen, if you don't Quickly dismiss it and reach for your iPhone, or for if you, if you don't try to get rid of it right away, but just bear it. It's a, a, a little painful, it is, but it's like I said, it's a sweet moment. If you just bear it and you are chastened, you are softened, and that could be your moment of awakening that will change your life because you're awakening to truth and to love. That's it. You're awakening to truth and to love, and it softens you and chastens you. It makes you more thoughtful, and it makes you a better human being. It's a very sweet moment. It's a very delicate moment. It's a very private moment. It's a moment of awakening to you see your own wrong, your own selfishness, and you see a life not led properly. And when you see your own wrong, your own resentments, and your own impatience, then it's a quiet sadness. And I give you the example because it's very close to what repentance is. Repentance is that sadness, that remorse, that regret in God's light. And when you see you're wrong, you're glad to see you're wrong because it's a chance to come clean, to finally come clean and let go of the burden. And now all things are new, refreshed by God's light. You wipe the tears from your eyes, and you go forth as a child of God, now beginning to grow in God's light. It's the most beautiful moment. It's the moment of repentance, and it's the beginning of a new life, a new life of awakening, more and more awakening to truth and love, and then to the source of that truth and love, your Creator. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.